I'm going to send us this way. I think you have to. You'd be like, hey, if we win, you know, it's because I helped. If we lose, it's because I helped. Untamed gang, what's happening? We're back again. If you want to see us, uh, check out our socials. Give us follow, like some of our videos, our shorts, TikToks. Come on, show some love, support. We appreciate it. Missed last week, but this week, I don't know, we're going to dive into something a little different. Pete, what you got today? Questions? So, so this one's a little more in-depth, so bear with me and try and stick with me here. All right. So it's going to go along the lines of control. If you had control over situations, because everyone always thinks they're right, and they're always the best way to do things. So... If you were given that power, let's say, for instance, you know, your favorite football team, you always, you know, talk about, oh, they made a stupid move, bad play call, bad, you know, decision on drafting this certain player, blah, 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 blah. Everyone's a critic. But how could you give up this draft pick for this guy? What are you doing? Exactly. And it's just like, so, you know, you're playing the results. You just know, you know best. So let's say in that situation you got handed the reins and you were able to make all the decisions and the next thing you know you fucked up left and right and every decision you made was terrible and the team didn't win a single game would you be able to own up to it and give credit where credit's due to the people who are actually doing it while you're criticizing them or would you just play it off and blame you know xyz just because it's easy to deflect and want to blame someone else like can you have that accountability i think you kind of have to with everything like you know say you're like oh you should have done this should have drafted this guy all right so you're the coach now you're you gotta you gotta run the team make sure everybody has all the right chemistry you know, you know your team the best. I mean, that could go in for whatever, like workforce or whatever, too. Or, you know, your team around you. You know your team. You know the chemistry. And it, if you're going to be like, oh, well, I would have brought this guy in. It's easy to say from backseat driving, oh, well, this is the easiest, easy one. But Especially if you don't have to take responsibility. Exactly. So I think if you were put in that role, you're like, hey, I'm going to lead the team way. I think you have to be like, Hey, if we win, you know, it's because I helped. If we lose, it's because I helped, Mm -hmm. you know, and made the decisions. I think you have to be like, yep, I did this shit. I own it. I thought it was the right move for the current state. I was wrong. Didn't pan out. Like it didn't work that way. And I thought it was going to, based on the facts that I knew, the knowledge that I knew. Let me let me ask you this. In pieces of, say, a workforce, you got a, a mm-hmm. leader, a foreman, or whatever, you know, leading your squad. If they're like, hey, we got to do this way, this way. And then shit doesn't pan out. And they're like, well, you know, it's because of this and this and this. Like, how does that make you feel underneath that person? Um, it makes me feel like I could make better decisions and makes me feel like, okay, well, give me, you know, give me the lead until, 
you find a leader that can actually, you know, humbly, you know, take charge and learn from mistakes, like that, that that's a definitely a skill. That's for sure. And I think it, it's through like failures and success that you acquire that. But I think until you're, I think so. until you're in that position, you can always just be a critic and it's so easy to hide behind that. But when you get put in charge, you are defined by your both your successes and your failures. Yes. So don't be so quick to judge because hey, you get put in that situation, what are you gonna do when all the eyes are on you? You're yeah. gonna fold and blame or you're gonna, you know, take accountability or hell, even take the praise when you make the right decision. Yeah. Like, there's there's a line, but nobody wants excuses. Nobody wants the blame game. And yeah. I think that's just so default by people to do that. It is, man. I think it happens all the time. And I don't know why it's like second. It's almost like second nature to us. It's, it's mm-hmm. weird. But it's like, oh, well, I, I don't want to be the fault of it. And I think a lot of my shit came from, I don't know, mistakes, failures, stuff like that. But a lot of it came from like sports too, being like, I made that bad pass. I made that bad shot. You know, I did this. You know, it it took a minute because, you know, when you're younger, you're like, oh, well, man, if they would have just did this, I wouldn't even be in that spot. I would have done, you know, and then back. And then later on, I was like, I don't know who, you know, said something, but I was like, no, like, they're trying as hard as they can for you. You have to own up to your shit. Be like, hey, oh, yeah. I made a mistake. I tried my ass off, but I made a mistake. I did what I could, and I did the best that I could at the current time. Like, that's it. And then when you try to, like, pass it off, like, I don't know. Granted, there are frustrations in life and job and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, especially coaching, I've coached for a while. And when we lose, I'm like, you know... There, there's some stuff where I'm, where I'm like, well, it's tough because, you know, if you're coaching like a younger team, you got to get put kids in the game who don't show up to practice, but then they want playing times. You got to deal with parents. Like, there's a lot of like variables, but at the end of the day, I'm like, hey, listen, guys, like, I should have prepared you more. You know, right. we should have been more on the same page. We, we should have just, you know, should have made you guys run more. So when you came back from the fans, you were paying attention, not be trying to like, you know, work through this dick around time where you're joking around too much. And I don't, you know, in the beginning and then later on, I'm like, nope, later, go run, right. come back when you're ready. Cause I've learned not come back when you're ready because this is on me. I'm here. I'm the one coaching you guys. They don't look at you guys. They might be like, ah, oh, well he dropped the ball. But then the day, you know, and I've had bad coaches. I've had bad shit in my life where people are always passing around and be like, oh, well, it's your fault. I mean, shit, it, bro, I got blamed for everything. On my senior year of football, I got blamed for everything. The running back would fucking drop, you know, fumble the football. Be like, oh, did you give him a bad handoff? I'm like, bad handoff? No, what do you mean? And and it, it just turned into like, oh, well, you should have audible right there. Out of this, you should have saw him coming. I'm like, okay, well, I didn't. And we don't practice that enough for me to do that. Like, all right. And that's playing the results. So that's that's what I hate. It's like everyone knows the right answer after the result happened. So I mean, I hate to bring this up, but we're gonna go 
Marshawn Lynch on the one. Yeah. Pete Carroll calling a pass play. If it worked, genius, right? What a what a great play. They they were expecting Marshawn. They threw him off guard. No. Played the results. A pick was thrown. Why didn't you do this? It's just like it's so easy to critique somebody after their failures that you fail to realize that they're still people too. They're you know, they can open up to their mistakes and fully accept them. Those are the people that you have to idolize. And if you are one of those, you know, especially with you being quarterback and taking all the criticisms, like how do you respond to that? Do you feed into it and just be like, no, my, my running back sucks. He's got the worst hands ever. You can never take a hand off. It's like people will realize when you are stepping up for them and it's just a lead by example. And hopefully people follow pretty much dude sports, you know, that's exactly how it goes. I mean, Pete Carroll, you know, honestly, like we could sit here hindsight. I thought no way we would do anything other than run the ball because I couldn't stop it, Mm -hmm. you know, but I also get like changing up, trying to catch him off guard. I get it. You know, it's very frustrating because it was a Super Bowl game, one of the biggest, but this decision they made and. You know, I heard Pete Carroll and shit say Daryl Bevel were, you know, there's he didn't talk. Pete Carroll was just like, hey, this is the decision we made. We thought it was the right one. And I was like, all right. <clears throat> like, at least you can run it. with that. At least you can run with it. Like, you know, it wasn't the right call. Maybe we should have done it. Maybe not. Maybe it lost the Super Bowl. But Pete Carroll's still a damn good coach, you know. And, like, that's where I can separate. Being like, yeah, I made a mistake, man. Because I've been there. Maybe it just takes people being there. To realize that if they've never made, been in a spot where they had to make a decision for a group of people, they might not understand. But on the other hand, maybe you can understand like if it has to deal with like relationships, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. you can understand more than if people present it that way. Like you have to make a decision for your family. Well, if you think about it this way, if if you listen to two different people talking on a situation that happened and somebody you know owning up and accepting like even if it was out of their control but still taking it taking it on as like something that maybe i could have done this differently rather than pointing a finger because if you hear those two you know post game interviews or whatever and you have one team teammate that is just bitching oh well he should have done this and if only he would have done this then we would have won the game rather than the you know the the player that humbly is like, you know, I just didn't, I didn't read the play right. And I threw it too late or whatever. Like just listening to those two different um, interviews, you would know exactly which one that you respected more than the other one point, the finger, the one just, you know, all right, I'll take it on the chin and we'll move on. Yeah. You, you gotta give respect. And I think everyone does at the end of the day. They're like, Hey, well, they're owning up to their shit. You know, so why do so many people point the finger? Because it's easy to blame somebody, right? It's just it gets the spotlight off you. It does, and but, and even as like a fan. So if we're just going to talk about you know the whole Marshawn Lynch thing. You know, not my funnest topic, but yeah, we'll keep going down this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if, we wanna, if you know, bringing that up again, like if if you're a fan sitting at home, yeah, you can sit and hold a grudge forever against Pete Carroll. First of all, do you think he gives a fuck? No. No, he doesn't even know He's you. He's worried about the next the next game. You know, the next season. 
whatever. Like, I think it's kind of what you kind of got to do. And, you know, if you're the dude at home or you're the fan or whatever, and like that's going to destroy you or define you, whether you like the team or not, or whether you're going to root for them, or you're like, hey, yeah, we, whatever. I mean, if it's going to bug you and just you're going to hold on to it, cut it the fuck out. Yeah, you're in the comment section. Yeah, like, first of all, you got, you should have way more important things to worry about, but, you know, I think you should take away from it is, like, ownership, responsibility. I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I fucked up. How do, you can't go back and change it. So what do you do? You move forward and you try to make things better from here on out. Cause that's all right. you can do. You can only control what you control. Like, you know, we're talking many times, B like you can control what you control and it's hard to differentiate things sometimes and try to get like your mindset in that. But you know, at the end of the day, like you can control it. What yeah. Cause control? A, a, emotions take over a lot of times. Oh my God. And <laughs> so, I mean, that's a whole, <laughs> the whole saying, you know, you're out of control. If someone's out of control, then yeah, you, you can have a mental picture of what that means, but it's very like to the definition emotions will make you lose control. But if you can go back and actually acknowledge it and learn from it and make a lesson of it somehow so that it betters you, that's where your humbleness comes in. And that's where you actually start to progress. Yeah. I think that's the only, uh, only thing you can do is just try to progress and move forward, you know? Like, you can sit and, you know, dwell on it, but at the end of the day, like, you gotta move forward on some shit. Like, if if things are, like, a current problem, you know, and they're affecting your current state, yeah. Like, you gotta solve that shit, and you gotta hit it, take it head on. But, like, if, if things are, you know, oh, you're whatever in the Super Bowl run or your, I don't know, your boss is never taking blame. Like, yeah, you're probably not going to respect the guy and he probably needs to, or your football coach or any coach, you know, like they mm -hmm. have to take ownership of it. Otherwise you won't respect him as a leader, but that's also why, man, like leaders, I think are very far and few in between because nobody wants that responsibility. Why do you think that is P? Why do you think nobody wants it? Because everything is magnified and you have so many people looking in at every little detail of what you do. So your mistakes are magnified, your achievements are magnified, but that comes with so many people having judgments on you and it's going to be one way or the other. Like you're constantly going to have to deal with that criticism. So you can have a million or let's just say on a let's just say you're walking down you know in the mall and you have five people come up and tell you that hey i like your outfit and then one guy comes up to you and says dude like you're fucking scrubby looking like one sticks with you more than the other five and it just takes a a different breed of person to be able to block that out it's easy to get compliments. It's easy to get praise and you'll feel great about it. But one person tells you, Hey man, your fucking teeth are yellow. 
and you're going to sit there and just be like, what the fuck? Hiding your smile all day. And five other people tell you you have a nice smile. You know, it, yeah. it's easy to latch on to negativity. Oh, it is. And it's, I don't know it's hard to our, block it out. I think that's just our survival shit. Anything negative, like, oh, fuck, heightened awareness, panic. But, you know, I think it just takes time and, like, uh, um, you're just working on it. Because, I mean, yeah, things affect us all. But, like, people nowadays say some shit. And in my mind, I think, all right, what's going on in their life? Like, why are they attacking me? Like, what? Right. You know, and I'm like, have they got something going on? Like, why are you coming to me, bro? But that takes some age. I think that takes experience, too. I think so, too, man. Because it took a long time for that. But nowadays, I'm like, bro, what the fuck is going on in your life, man? Why are you attacking yeah, Come on. You know I'm not that bad. Come on. Right. Teeth aren't like I that mean, yellow. Come on. Get, I mean, the fuck out, I mean, bro. I brush my teeth every there. night. So come on. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I, you know, I chew a little bit. So yeah, they're not like bright white. But like, you know, it's just some stupid ass shit. I'm like, come on. That's in my mind. I'm like, come on. What are you? What are you doing? Why are you acting this way? I, th- I think it affects me more when it's like a person close to me. I mean, then it'll affect me. But if it's just random Joe Smosh, I'm like, bro. Yeah, because you have emotional attachments to those people. So it's like you you value their opinion more. That's why I think, you know, even as kids, like parenting is huge because you idolize your parenting, your parents so much that you take into consideration very highly what they have to say. So your your words are just magnified by a thousand percent. You can make or break a kid. By giving him a compliment or just being, you know, tell him, hey, man, you suck. You're not good at this. You should just stop. Like, that could break it for a kid. And it just shatter their confidence. Oh, it could. You know, and I think that's why, honestly, you, you got to take more ownership being a parent than anything. Oh, yeah. You got to take your nades. Yeah, you man. You know, the, if we're going to talk about that, like coaches and shit, if we're talking about, like, relationships parenting and all that because a parent yep. you gotta own up hey why is your kid a shithead probably it's your fault you yeah but like teachers teachers and coaches have like a, a small parenting role for their group of kids that they have True. and they should value it the same way because they have the same obligations to build their confidence like help them improve Bro, i've never like consciously gone in and been like, hey, I'm going to do this. But I, every time I coached, it was always, I'm going to help these kids out in life. Not just coach them. I'm going to teach them how to win football games. But I'm also teaching them how to succeed in life. Because all these kids, majority of the kids, like when you get to high school, you start coaching. The kids have some problems. You know, they're not just like, oh, I didn't get my allowance. I got grounded. Like, they got some real shit. Like, you know, their parents could be going through some shit. You know, they could have some bad home life stuff, like abusive never parents. Know. You fucking never know, man. And and I know that, you know, part of being going through the shit that I've been through, I know that there's so much shit out there. And so, like, for me, when I see it, I recognize some, some stuff on some kids. I'm like, man, you're going through some shit, man. Let me help you out. And I'll just talk to kids about life. And, like, try to, like, have a football talk, but, like, aim it towards life. 
Mm-hmm. And like, just help the kids out, man, because I've been there. I've been, I've had shitty coaches. I've had, you know, shitty stuff happen in my life. Like, I want people to succeed. And that was always, like, not a conscious thing, but I'd always lean that way. And that's why I thought I was a really good coach, because I gave a fuck about, like, the kids, you know? See, and that's the thing, is, like, you, you made the effort to do that so that they would feel that way. Some positive reinforcements. Because that could be the the highlight of their day. The rest of their day could suck, sh- just suck ass, and then they look forward to having Coach Brad at that football practice for an hour. Oh, they did, man. Other players would tell me. Like, I would start seeing kids, like, dress like me, you know, wearing the same style of, like, shirts or shorts or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man, you know? And and uh, some kids are trying to rag on them. And they're like, oh, you should dress like Coach Brad. I'm like, well, good. That's a good way to dress. Like, I think I dress nice. Kids got style. You know, I'm like, what are you wearing, pal? Come on. Are we bagging on somebody else? What are you doing? You know, I'm like, for what? You know, I'm you got like, corduroy shorts on? Yeah, good. yeah. You know, it's just like, come on, bro. Your hair's everywhere. You haven't showered in three days. What are you bagging on your shorts for? You know, and I mean, sometimes I'd be harsh like that to the kids. And like, come on, dude. They, they might not even have running water, man. You better take her easy. Well, I mean, I don't know. If you're going to attack people, like... Gotta be prepared hey. for some shit to get thrown back at you in my mind. Cause I'm like, don't be throwing it at this little kid or you know, this kid for doing nothing. But the way he dressed, like he didn't say anything. You're gonna bag on him, like, all right, what if I throw it at you? How does that make you feel? You know, and especially the nice kids. Yeah. Like the nicest, most respectful kids that were on the football team. And I would see just like I mean, let's be honest, I'm just gonna <laughs> Say how it is. Yeah, yeah. there's Please. some little shitheads oh, that 100%. that are on teams, and you just are just like, what in the hell? Like, how do you talk to people this way? Like, yeah, you weren't taught you, any uh, respect. Yeah, not like, at all. Come on, come on. And then you're gonna come at this kid who's the nicest kid ever and give him shit about fucking his socks. Like, yeah, kid, me go run a lap. Yeah, I I'm just not about that, you know. And I talk to the kids. I might throw a little shit away, and I'm like, you don't like that much, do you? I'm like, just don't do it to everyone else, you know, unless you're prepared for it. I'm like, then go ahead. But I was like, you know, I'm going to just step in to just show you how it is, because I'm an adult, and I could take it if you fired whatever at me. I don't care. But I was like, the kid over there, you know, he's trying his ass off, you know, trying to be the leader of the team and shit, and you're just, like, trying to tear him down from being the leader. And I'm like, no, he's a good leader. You're just having a rough day, man. Right. You know, and, that, and that's why I take it, and that's why I talk to the kids. But with, you know, with all their shit, like, I realize as a coach in a lot of aspects of my life that everybody's human, man. Everyone has shit going on in their life. Like, no one's perfect all the time. And nobody can withstand going 110% being happy all the goddamn time. Like, I get it. But my mentality was... Hey, I get you got shit going on. I'm we're gonna work through this together as a team through some hard work and some discipline and running. Like, if you want to talk about it, I'm all ears. We can talk about it after practice, we can talk about whatever. But, like, here we're gonna be like, you know, work as a unit to give you some unity and maybe some bonding with people. We're not gonna have division by little jabs at everyone. Like, if they're playful, cool, you know. 
Yeah. But you can tell the difference. You know what I mean? Like if people are like can. taking jabs and people are just like having fun. Yeah, there, there's a big difference there. And it's like the verbiage might not change, but like the tone and you, you just know when yeah. it's like a little no. little piece of shit jab or if it's just like, oh, I'm just joking with you jab. Yeah, like when they when they say, oh, you're dressing like Coach Brad and, and ooh, but they don't mm-hmm. say the ooh part, you know, and I'm like, bro, you know, you know, and, you know, especially as a dude, you're like, you fucking know. But if they're just playing around, like, you know, like, I don't know. You could word it a different way if you don't want to, like, try to, like, tear them down. You know? <clears throat> yeah, it's... The the thing is, though, it's like, once you start to understand, like, like, how people are just people. Once you understand, like, they are capable of flaws and capable of mistakes and don't hold them... Like, don't hold it against them. Yeah, they they fucked up. They made a mistake. Once you can understand that forgiveness is an option, then it opens the door for so much because then you can start looking at yourself and be like, yeah, I'm not perfect. I'm flawed. If I were to make this mistake, then yes, I would like to be able to get a chance to make it up or fix it or even grow from it but don't just hold it against me like that defines me because that's that's not that's not fair and that's not Not attainable because then you you're branded as a certain way i mean i'm yeah and how do you escape that brand like if somebody has this opinion on you like you know it's not up to you it's not up to you to escape that brand it's up to them to be able to see you differently if you continue to do that then yes that's that's just what you are and you're a piece of shit or you're a great person or whatever but if you are able to learn from mistakes and people view you the same way as when you made a mistake that's that's on them and that's that's okay i mean that's maybe that's just the way they view you and their opinion is not going to change but it it's not your problem. Yeah. You well. can do what you can do to control your controllables. And if someone judges you or, or views you the same way for the rest of time, so be it. That's, that's, it's not on you. I mean, what if you can't even like communicate with them anymore? Because you know, control they... your controllables. All right. Fair enough. Just do, do, do what, what you can, can do, do huh? Do I mean, you do. can't you can't control someone else. Like, no. you don't want to be controlled yourself. So, what what makes you think that you control you can control the way someone else thinks about you? Why would you let it consume you? Because you want to be accepted. I think people want to be heard. Yeah, and people want to like be like, hey, like this is what's going <laughs> on, or like. You know, this is whatever. I'm hurting. Something. They want to be like hurt. And, and, you know, when you win. Talk to someone that'll listen. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you can you can talk out loud and people will hear you. But how many people. That's actually listen and 
give a fuck. That's the difference. Yeah. True, man. That's very true. You know, and I mean, you know, what's funny is like, you know, when when you're listening to us talk about some stuff, like, you know, sometimes we pause and stuff because it like brings up like real shit that goes on or like past shit or being like, man, like some of these things made a big impact in my life, you know, at some point or another. So sometimes we'll pause and be like, damn, like, all right. And it's almost like you got to process that shit in the moment almost Mm -hmm. like even though we're recording we're like on the podcast and shit like sometimes you're just like fuck man all right and you just you can't like stop your brain because if i was like hey don't think of an elephant boom big picture of an elephant elephant. pops up you know son of a bitch it's just like the same thing like when shit hits you in your real life you're like fuck all right and then you kind of just go down that road for a second it's weird the hard thing is is you kind of like there's different people like let's just say there's three people in a room you give a story you already have it kind of predetermined that one person that you really want to have listen to you the other two people if they're strangers and they listen to you yeah it feels good but it's still the one person that you're trying to communicate that didn't listen to you hurts it kind of goes back to the same message of you know you get five compliments and one person you know says something bad that that one stings when you're trying to to get a message to the person that you want to give a message to and they're just not listening or not comprehending it the way that you wish they would then it then it hurts it stings because you want their approval you that's the person you care about that's the person you want to listen to that yeah cuz you want to be like hey like this is going on well, I mean, that being said, I mean, so what, you know, what do you do about that? I mean, that one's hard because it's, it's about like looking up to people and you have certain role models or certain, certain people in your life that are so important to you that you want to get it through. But sometimes it's just not going to happen and it goes back to, do as much as you can and don't expect them to react the exact same way that you had thought they would react. You can work with it and maybe, you know, fill in the gaps or even try and meet them at a certain point and see why they're thinking a certain way. But it's, it's hard to not be disappointed, but you have to almost not get disappointed. Yeah, because, I mean, you can't control it. You know, I mean, I, I I think that leads to a lot of, like, defeat. You're like, well, I mean, I can control this. Nobody's listening. Nobody wants to hear. Defeat. I'm like, ah, well, I guess find a different route or a different way. Because you can't, you know, you're right. You can't control how people react or what they listen to or if they care can't or or just look at it as who was listening you know i tried to get the message to this one person five other people heard it maybe focus on one of them and take it take a victory rather than view as i can't get my message across to this person because you just bypassed other people that that did hear you loud and clear 
and have their probably own story or something that they relate so much that they were listening that you just bypassed them and just looked over it. Like that kind of comes back on you. Yeah, true. I mean, that is a very good point. Take the victories where you can have, where you get them. Five people say, you got a nice smile, white teeth, fucking take a victory, that one, that one colored blind motherfucker that says, ooh, damn yellow. What would you do? <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing? Struggling? But, I mean, granted, this is all easier said than done. I mean, yeah, it it's... It's like the perfect scenario. Yeah, if I could just think this way in the moment, then of course. But you have you have a, a sense of acceptance and a need. Like you, sometimes you got a void that needs to be filled, and there's only one thing in your mind that can fill it, but it's just not going to happen. But you, yet you still chase the dragon and try and fucking get it filled. It's just not happening, though. Yep. Ah, man. Life, man. Yeah, life is life is rough, but it's also great <laughs> if you decide to look at it that way. I mean, that is true. There, it's weird. Like, there's so many like ups and downs. Elevator business. Mm-hmm. Good business. You're just you. You know, you think that things are great. You're living in those moments, and then things are shit. You're living in those moments, and I'm gonna tell you, it's tough to look at positivity all the time. I know we talked about this. And I got a lot of respect, brother. It, it's hard and I mean I try to stay positive majority of the time unless something's like really bothering me and needs to like fucking shit get handled I'm like no we'll look at some bright side like let, let's try to be positive let's try to be figured out and it's tough to do but I mean that's just a skill you gotta develop to be honest it's just be like hey yeah shit's tough we're going to try to look at positivity. And I mean, honestly, man, we've all been there. We've all, you know, dipped our head down. It happens to everyone. If You're definitely not alone. I dipped my head down. P's done it. Trick is just picking your motherfucker back up. Pick your fucking head up, you know, and... I, you know, I say this because, you know, it brings back a lot of shit on, you know, how much shit we've actually been through. You know, so sometimes shit gets to you and like, I can honestly say we've picked our fucking heads up so many fucking times. It's rough. And sometimes, you know, you're like, I don't even know how I do it. I don't even know if I'm relentless, but I find it out. You know, you the just don't quit on shit. You just fucking figure it out. And it's tough. One of the tough. one of the hard lessons that you learn, like getting older, because I'm so goddamn old right now, 33, God is <laughs> is to uh, learn how to cut negativity out of your life. And it's it's hard because sometimes it's a it's a long term friend that you've had for a while, but looking back on it, it's always a it's almost like a leech. They just glob onto your positivity. You're always there to help them. But when you actually think about what have you done to help me like ever, 
And then you start to realize, okay, kind of like taking advantage of, but it's just eliminating that out of your life. And it, and it could be hard. I mean, it could be really hard, but if it's for you to move forward, then you're going to have to, you're going to have to do it. And it doesn't have to be heartless. Like, Hey, get the fuck out of here. I don't like you. You've done this, blah, 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 blah. It's just don't surround yourself with negative energy. I mean, in those times that you are down and feeling, you know, defeated and the world's against you, look around to the people that are there to try and bring you back up and not just, you know, go down the road of, oh, yeah, this is bullshit. Oh, it shouldn't be this way and surround you with more negative energy. Think of the people that are trying to actually raise your spirits and pick you up out of it. Yeah. Hold on to those people because uh, they're far and few in between. Do people actually give a fuck about what you're going through? And you can be genuine with them. They're very far and few in between. A lot of people will say they care, but they might care in the moment. They might care for a minute or be in the season. They care when it's convenient. Yeah. You know, but ah, well, you know, they did this for me, maybe I'll help them out. It's, it's very tough, I guess, or... Maybe not tough, but like you only have a few in your life that like actually stick around. And you find that as the older you get, you know, you have fewer friends. And I guarantee you, if you have like a decent group of friends, maybe in like 10, like when you're a little bit older, you got about three real friends, maybe, maybe most, most people have like one. You know, you yeah, seriously. Like <laughs> you just, can count on about, to be like, there for you when you're going through the shit. You know, be like, hey man, I'm struggling. They will fucking show up day night whenever. Okay, you know they need me. I'll be back. Whatever. It's very, very tough to find. Oh yeah, and you'll you'll notice pretty quickly too because you you may think you have those friends sometimes, but. It's not even like the, uh, hey, do you have a minute? Like, I'm going through a tough time. It's when you get the text before you even say anything. You all right? You doing good? Like, you seem off. Like, what's what's going on? Like, the people that reach out to you and actually yeah. are just like, hey, we need to go do something because you're not acting right. You're struggling. And, yeah, and they'll they actually like will dig in and try and figure out what's going on rather than just okay, well let me respond to you and tell you what I would do. It's like you can see it and you know, family members big time will be mentors like, Hey, everything okay? You take that for granted because they've been in your life since you were born. That that it's just like, Well, I, I got I got real family here, like they give a shit about me. Yeah. Why do I why do I avoid some of their calls or why did I not respond to that text when if I were to text them right now, they would text me right back just to say just to have a conversation. Yeah. And I'm guilty of it too. I think like, we all are. I think it depends. I think some real ones, I mean, some people some have some shit going on in their life where they're just like hey this is too much for me like i just need a minute like i don't want to answer your phone call nothing against you but i'm just going through the shit right now and i think we've all kind of been there but those are also you know far and few in between on some shit 
and you know you can definitely tell like if you just got a, like a buddy who's just there in the moment or there for the party yeah, ask him about some real shit or see if he yeah. notices that you're struggling or see if he even gives a fuck that you're struggling they do and sometimes you know i hate to put it this way but if you don't give a fuck about people and then when you're going through shit and they don't really care you know maybe maybe take that as a lesson maybe that's a big look in the mirror yeah and again people can change people can change you know i mean there there's plenty of people who just and, and a lot of times it's not just like a one off like oh my buddy wasn't there one time it's just like you know the buddy who's there for the party and then real shit they're like oh man sorry that sucks like hopefully it gets better later that's what i'm right. talking about you know more of that like you'll find out because they don't really care but then when there's their shit's going on they want you to be like well hey man you know i'm just going through all the shit right now i'm like i mean i get it and i'll listen a little bit but i ain't gonna be attentive and there for all your calls because you let behind dry right and you know i mean that every situation is different don't get me wrong you know, but like you kind of know if somebody's just there for the party and there for like the good times. Like you got to be there. That's what I'm talking about. True friends are there for all of it. Okay, no, this is my this is my boy. We're we're gonna fucking figure this out and we're gonna have a good time later. You know, next whenever we're gonna figure this out right now. And you know, it's kind of like at least for dudes, like when it's you know your boy and they don't really care too much like all right that's fine you don't hold it against them but you ain't gonna be calling them up all the time or being like hey i'm going through shit you keep mental notes of it though yeah I think, you do that's a good way to put it like it, it's just like uh it's it's not like i take it personally but i've almost filed you on a different level and it's yeah. just i don't know why if it's just if it's just guys or if it's if girls do it too I can only speak for myself on like, I already know kind of like the, the criteria and the levels. And, you know, I've, I've changed a lot from the past five years and I don't hold it against people who don't want to hang out with me because I'm not the way I was before. Or maybe I was going through shit and kind of shelled off and didn't give a shit about what was going on with them. Like I could be that bad friend as well. Who's only okay with, you know, if we just wanted a party, like I understand that I am not the perfect human being, but at the same time, I also understand that neither are you, but I'll listen and I'll yeah. give a shit. Yeah. And that's, you know what it is. And honestly, you know, to kind of bring it back a little bit, it's accountability. If you want. Yeah. I mean, it's just taking accountability for like, everything and you know if your if your buddy was just trying to you know make things better maybe he knew like hey i wasn't there for you and i'm sorry like you know try to make it up and like try to rebuild some shit yeah you're probably gonna be like all right man you know i get it all right you moved up a little yeah <laughs> and you can have some conversations like that and just try to mend it but you know it sometimes it just takes that apology or that conversation Sometimes it takes some bullshit that you have to go through to able yeah, for you to get to that point. It's true too. Like, and then all of a sudden you're just like, holy shit, I was an asshole. I apologize. I don't expect you to be buddy, buddy and just be my best friend. I'm just letting you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
you know, and sometimes that's what it takes, and you're like, I, you know, I get it. You know, but that's I mean? also very healing for yourself to be able to do that and, you know, get to that point where you can admit a mistake and get something off your chest that you felt bad for. You might not get the response you want. I don't even think at that point you're seeking a response. You just want to let them know, hey, I acknowledge how shitty I was or what have you, whatever the scenario is. But you've gotten to the point where you actually can take the accountability for it. And then that's no longer on you. Yeah, man. And I mean, even at that point, it's just like, you know, you take it for what it is. Like, I appreciate kind of apologizing and doing your thing, but then you, you, you accept the apology. Right. But like, as like moving on with that friend, you know, you kind of got to see some shit. Like, is they for real? Or are they just in trouble? And they need it. So that's what the apologies for. I mean, that's kind of what you look out for. And if they just, you know, and if they're like, hey, you know, fucked up and they're being a genuine friend after that, yeah. But if they just keep, oh, thanks, man. Thanks for your help. And then they ghost you. You're like, all right, well, fuck yourself. It's like, yeah, hey, well, uh, that's how I remember you. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for appearing again. Cool. Yeah. Good to see you. Well, I'll talk to you again later. Yeah. Next time you have a problem. Hmm. That's the thing. It's like those are they're still friends. It's just not the the close ones that you're gonna go to all the time because you have to take it with a grain of salt. Like you might reach out and they don't give a damn. And then, you know, month later, they give a damn. That's just kind of what it is. And even not even just with friends, but I mean that could be with anyone in your life. You're parents you know your grandparents your siblings like that's just kind of yeah i mean that could just that could just be how it is and like i said i'm gonna come back to it because i think it's very important to realize just control what you can control and not let yourself you know fly off the hinges for something that's not in your control because what's the point of that yeah. You're just going to get pissed if you decide to get pissed. You're going to get sad if you decide to get sad. But you can control that. Yeah. Yeah, you can control it even if that's walking away or something. You like you can control. I mean, sometimes I mean, fuck, bro. I'll be honest, yeah, I felt out of control a lot of times. Like just emotions are taking over. But you know, you kind of learn from Things that go on in life. And I think that's just what it takes is just learning from shit in life. Older you get, that's why when you're fucking seven years old, you're wise as fuck. And you don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck about what anyone <laughs> thinks. You're like, yeah, fuck you, dude. I'm old. Yeah. I know it. Fuck yourself. You're a grumpy bastard with fucking yeah. bushy eyebrows. Like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, and, but they, you know, they understand a lot of things. And I think that's what it takes. But, you know, and if you can control, I, I like that. And that's honestly something that we still got to like remind ourselves to this day. It's control. Oh, yeah. You can control. I mean, it's, we talk, you know, we talk and we have a lot, a lot of good advice, I think, but we still have to use this advice. Sometimes we'll even listen back. Like for me, I'll listen back and be like, fuck. All right. I got to apply that to my life right now. Right. And it sometimes it just takes a uh, outside presence to kind of bring up what you already have in your head. Just to kind of like a reassurance. Yeah, Reminder or something. Yeah. Just, I mean, I'll even do that just 
randomly scrolling through, you know, YouTube shorts or something. Like I'll just hear a certain motivational thing. And it's almost like the fucking government is in my mind. Like I just needed to hear that at that point. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, okay, well that makes a lot of sense. And so, okay, I'll just up, I'll apply it to my scenario right now. But it's when you can actually just kind of be able to level yourself out without anybody else influencing you. And you can actually just have a level mind. It's like what everyone wants to achieve. It's hard to do, but you just try in your, let's just say your next fight that you have with your spouse, your brother, your friend, whoever, try and take that approach. Try and not rise up when they get mad. Don't get sad when they get sad. Just stay at a level approach and see where it goes. It's good. Shit. And I think that I think we nailed this topic, P. I think we kind of smoothed a lot of angles on it. I think it'd be good. It'd be a little shorter well, than normal, but I think we nailed a lot of good points. So, well, I got a couple kids, so I got to try and stay level when they get crying and sad. I'm just like, oh, I ain't, I ain't going to flying off the hinges because of this because it's a dumb topic blah 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 blah. no yeah. i gotta stay level or else they're gonna freak the fuck out or ball and then i'm crying and then we're watching the notebook and we're all sad <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to get there again okay yeah let that let that go control what you control more of the story so again people um share us around a little bit you know if you like what we say look what we do for like our tiktoks YouTube shit. Yeah, share that around. Uh we got Instagram, Facebook page up. We got all the bells and whistles now, I think. You know. New logo coming in hot. Trying to make some shit happen. That's one thing you guys can control. Yes. Control that. Blow us up. You got the control, all right? I'm not gonna worry if you don't. Okay, that's the whole, you know, moral of the story. But that's cool. Can't go control, ahead, control it. it. Yeah, we can't control it, but you know, it doesn't cost any money to share. It doesn't cost any money to like. It doesn't cost any money to comment or to tell your friends about how something helped you or like, hey, you know, it doesn't cost shit. So keep that in mind. <laughs> control yourself, man. Yeah, Come control on. yourself. <laughs> what, right. what are you doing? Are you getting crazy? <laughs> Subliminal messages? Oh, yeah, I know. Maybe you <laughs> so far. I was trying to make it funny. And then I was like, man, this is, ah, yeah, yeah, we're going to end right there. a bit too deep. Huh. <laughs> Uh, it's it's kind of hard to switch back between like funny and like serious shit, you know. So, yeah, let's end it on that note, huh? Till next time, Untamed. One Appreciate left. it, guys. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs>